We begin today's podcast with the ending of chapter 4. I'll read, actually, just two or three sentences before we pick up chapter number 5. We are in E.M. Ballinger's book, Purpose in Prayer. I'd recommend you pick it up for yourself. You can find it on Amazon and a multitude of other places. It would be worth your time, even in short snippets, such as I read to you, for you to get a hold of this book for yourself. We begin here. The explanation of our thoughtlessness or forgetfulness lies in the fact that prayer with so many of us is simply a form of selfishness. It means asking for something for ourselves, that and nothing more. And from such an attitude, we need to pray to be delivered. That's the closure of chapter 4. We begin chapter 5, The Energy of Prayer. Mr. Bounds says this, Are we praying as Christ did? Do we abide in him? Are our pleas and spirit the overflow of his pleas and spirit? Does perfect love rule our spirit? These questions must be considered as proper and highly appropriate at a time like the present. We have every reason to fear that we are doing more of other things than prayer. This is not a praying age. It is an age of great activity, of great movements, but one in which the tendency is very strong to stress the seen and the material and to neglect and discount the unseen and the spiritual. I'll pause here just to say, Mr. Bounds, you were prophetic in your time of writing this. 1800s, you are still correct in this day and age. We pick back up. Prayer, he says, is the greatest of all forces because it honors God and brings him into active aid. There can be no substitute, no rival for prayer. It stands alone as the great spiritual force, and this force must be eminent and acting. It cannot be dispensed with during one generation, nor can it be held back if any great movement is to be advanced. Rather, it must be continuous and particular, always, everywhere, and in everything. The book of Revelation says nothing about prayer as a great duty or some hollowed service, but much about prayer in its aggregated force and energies. It is the prayer force ever living and ever praying. It is all saints' prayer going out as a mighty, living energy, while the lips that utter the words may be stilled and sealed in death. The living church has an energy of faith to inherit the forces of all the past praying and to make it deathless. But we cannot run our spiritual operations on the prayers of the past generations. Many people believe in the efficacy of prayer, but not many people pray. Prayer is the easiest and hardest of all things. It is the simplest and the most sublime, the weakest and the most powerful. Its results lie outside the range of human possibilities. They are limited only by the omnipotence of God. What a thought for this morning. That all being said, have you prayed today? My hope, my prayer, 
is that this podcast does nothing but convict you of your need for more prayer. Friend, I don't need your money for my personal ministry for Bible Tracks Incorporated, the ministry that I have the privilege of administrating. I need your prayers. If there was one thing that was really at the root of picking up this book and beginning to bring it to light just a little bit through this small podcast, my hope, my ambition was this. An army of prayer warriors. Imagine it. By the ones, by the twos, by the threes. That would be willing to come together and use a two, three, five minute podcast as an impetus to begin to pray, to make it a habit, a daily attitude. That is my goal. Would you prayerfully consider it for yourself? God bless. Have a great day.